This is a HeadGum Podcast. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with BiteClear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. BiteClear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Cheryl Hines and Tig Notaro on a podcast. Hey. Coming at you. Hey, uh, Tig, there's a lot to cover in this one, and we yeah. do, we cover it. There's not that much to cover. There in this is. One. There's a lot of I story. I wouldn't say there's a lot. There's a lot of. There's triangles. <laughs> there's um, tr- triple. Or what's it called? Narkle. 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 Snarkle. Wait, what were you going to say? I was trying to say that name. Sn- A snarkle? Snarkle. <laughs> Anyway, you'll really have to listen to the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, you'll have to, to listen. To understand what that means. To understand snarkle. <laughs> um, ladies and jerks, welcome to Lula Rich. It all started when Tig and Cheryl met in the mid-2000s. Hey, nice to meet you, Tig. I'm Cheryl Hines. Hi, Cheryl. I'm Tig Notaro. Should we do a podcast about documentaries? Yes. A podcast about documentaries? Is this microphone on? Five furious frogs fiddling faintly. Furious frogs fiddling faintly. Five furious frogs faintly. I am the first ever podcast, and Tick and Cheryl are following in the sound of my footsteps. Let's get started. I'm so ready. Tig and Cheryl. True story. Hi, Cheryl. Hey, Tig. Hey. Hey, Cheryl. Hey. How are you? I'm doing all right. How are you? I'm good. What's going on in your neck of the woods? Well, I'm shooting a flight attendant, mm-hmm. and it's so fun. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's so fun. <laughs> That's so great. <laughs> That's so great. Yeah. And do you feel confident the other actors are saying that, like... About me? Where yeah. You think they go home and they're like, good God. Well, no, I just, you know, I'm just wondering, do you think you're having the same experience? Because I leave sets a lot of times going, that was so fun. And then I think, I wonder if, if they were miserable. Everybody. Yeah. Well, they seem pretty happy. You know how some sets, they're maybe like one or two sad sacks, mm-hmm. sad sallies that are just like, yeah. mm, when do we get off? When do we go home? Yeah. I don't feel that vibe at all. It's like everybody seems excited to be there. And wait, ha- have you still not dropped my name? <laughs> oh, yeah, I keep forgetting. That is There's re- a lot going on, Tick. I know, but you on. should write it on your hand. I know, because, you know, Kaylee Cuoco is on Curb this season. Just accidentally unrelated to... Yes. You being on the... That's crazy. Yes. 
It's crazy. So when I do see her, I mean, no offense, but you're the last thing on my mind. <laughs> That's why I'm saying you should write it on your hand. I'm going to write it on my hand. And then during the scene, it's going to be like, why does Heinz mention, have something? <laughs> mention Tig. Mention Tig. To Kaylee. <laughs> Uh, how are you doing? You're busy. I'm a little busy, but good. I'm gearing okay. up for my uh, Reese rom-com. Oh my gosh. Working on my, my rom-com lines. That's exciting. Mm-hmm. Well, if you need help running lines, you just let me know. Would you really? No, but I can tell you a good app that you can use. <laughs> Is it called My Wife? Oh, I like that she has nothing else to do but run lines with you. She offers. Oh, that's sweet. I never ask her to. And we really don't do that, really, for each other. Well, you don't offer her, but she offers it to you. That's what I'm hearing you say. (laughs) (laughs) That might be right. But I mean, also, she's been on the L word, which is just like really raunchy. Sexy. She doesn't want you to hear those lines. I know you're into porn. No, she doesn't care. No, I love porn so much. I like well, that that's how you start a sentence. I know you're into porn. Well, you made it clear the last episode. I'm just, I'm not going to tell you anything anymore if you're going to hold it against me. Do you know that country song? If I said you had a beautiful body, would you hold would it you against hold it me? against me? I do. <laughs> Tig, I think we should get right into this. This right. is, we've got a lot, we, live, we have a lot to cover. Okay. So today we are talking about Lula Rich. It's a four-part 2021 docuseries directed by Jenna First and Julia Willoughby Nasson. <laughs> it details the story of Lula Rowe, a billion-dollar multi-level marketing clothing company founded by Mark and Deanne Stidham. Stidham. No way to Rowe's... <laughs> wow, can we know? Lula Rowe's explosive growth led to controversy and national head National headlines. Whoa. Whoa. Not the kind that we're used to. No. No. Mm -hmm. Lula Rich is available to watch on Amazon Prime. Okay. Were you familiar with Lula Rowe? No. Were you? Look at me again and ask me that with a straight (laughs) face. (laughs) Truly. I just want (laughs) to do it. Look at me and and say that. Hey, Tig, are you familiar with LuLaRoe? <laughs> well, it kind of worked. But um, no, I wasn't. I wasn't either. And I know that comes as a shock to you because I feel like you were trying to say to me, oh, you probably have a closet full of LuLaRoe. And by the way, good for you if you have LuLaRoe in your closet. I'm not judging people that no. bought LuLaRoe. I'm just saying, look at me in my flannel. Flannel, yeah. And my um, camouflage... <laughs> pants yeah you're not no you're not i'm not the target demographic you are not the target demographic Mm-mm. okay so anybody that's unfamiliar with lula Rowe, this couple these two people deanne and mark stidham the founders of lula Rowe had been married have been married for 23 years they have 14 children they're mormons and they are both from entrepreneurial families it's interesting to me because When you first meet them, like Deanne, you know, she had a lot of kids and some adopted kids, which I, you know, it's not easy to adopt children, Mm -mm. especially when you already have a bunch of children. So I think that shows that she won me over 
because of her generous spirit there mm-hmm. at mm-hmm. the beginning. And they started this company, LuLaRoe, because it stands for... It's a combination of their three granddaughters, Lucy, Lola, and Monroe. Their first three granddaughters. They now have several grand. And I thought about this, how if I were one of the granddaughters that didn't get my name in there. <laughs> well, maybe now. Like, I mean, let's know, not. Lula Ig. <laughs> I would be thrilled to not have my <laughs> not name have in your- that. You know, it sounds like an honor to have your name be a part of a company, but it's complicated. Yes. So this woman named Deanne, she started selling children's dresses mm-hmm. at after school parties. So she says, oh, I love clothes and I love shopping, but I couldn't afford to go to, to Rodeo Drive and buy fancy dresses. And so she went to a swap meet and she saw these really cute girls dresses And she bought a bunch of them and she said, can I buy these and then sell them? And they said, yes. And so she, that's what she started doing. So she would have little parties after school and she'd sell to moms and it was cute. It was good hearted and everybody seemed to be excited. They were all excited about it and it was fun and it was, it was very sweet. And she made $40,000 on her first one. Whoa. It's a pocket of cash. Then she moved to maxi skirts. Okay. Okay. This is where this is where it, it gets <laughs> tricky. You move. You move up to maxi skirts. Yeah. I've never even heard of a maxi skirt. Have you? Of course. Okay. Well, <laughs> I don't know. So, in case you don't know what a maxi skirt is, it's just a long skirt. Oh, like maximum skirt. <laughs> Are you just now understanding that? Is that what that is? Yeah. Maxi skirt. As opposed to a mini skirt. Oh. Oh, for I don't know. Sake. I, it could have been named after someone named Maxie. I didn't I didn't see a skirt. I didn't know. You had no idea what Maxie I don't know. Meant. They were showing different things like leggings yeah. and skirts, and I didn't know which one was the Maxie skirt. Okay. Okay, well, so Maxie is maximum skirting. The whole thing about LuLaRoe is... Uh, it's all very bold, bright colors and patterns. And it has so nothing that's... to do with Lululemon. No. No. So no. just to clarify. No. These yeah. are crazy. Because Lululemon has leggings. Leggings. Yeah. And this is a different company. You guys, this is a different company. I think Lululemon would appreciate me clarifying that. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Hey, Lululemon, hey. Hey, Lululemon, hey. <laughs> you want to hear a news station explain what LuLaRoe is? Yeah. Okay. You've probably seen their brightly colored tops and leggings on your social media feed. LuLaRoe sells clothing to independent fashion retailers. Well, they resell the items to customers through online and in-person sales. LuLaRoe's approach, what's called multi-level marketing. Retailers buy in with a minimum purchase, in LuLaRoe's case, about $5,000, then sell to customers at a markup. When I started LuLaRoe, I couldn't even afford a $5 box of cereal. Four and a half years later, I was just able to buy my dream home. Okay, so what happened was Deanne, people were so excited about these clothes that she said to other women, hey, if you want to buy it 
from me for, I don't know, $20 or $10 and you sell it for twice as much Mm -hmm. and you can do the same thing that I'm doing, have little parties and invite people to buy clothes, which all sounds fine to me. Uh, It sounds like a blast. (laughs) (laughs) What do you mean sounds fine? And girlfriend, right? So then, then what you realize quickly is mm-hmm. that well, I'll just say it. Well, you can say it. A pyramid scheme. Yeah, it turns into a pyramid scheme where if a business is set up like a pyramid. <laughs> By the way, there was a there was a moment when they were giving like uh, awards to people who had moved up in the company, and one of them was like a triangle um charm <laughs> so or a pyramid <laughs> a pyramid charm <laughs> a pyramid charm which by the way i mean i was like oh i get it i don't mind a pyramid scheme i know you don't this is your world this is up my alley plus yeah. there's a product involved which yeah. i like mm-hmm. it seems fun to have people over and you show them you know, the latest Your maxi skirts or leggings. But then what happened is Deanne and what's his name, Mark, they started charging people who wanted to do this. They would say, okay, it's going to cost you $6,000 to do this. To and buy we'll send in. you, yeah, we'll send you clothes. Don't worry about it. You don't have a choice of what we send you. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to sell that. Mm-hmm. And it was such a, flurry of excitement people were very excited about these clothes right it seems like it i mean they've made a lot of money i mean so clearly there's some excitement somewhere is it your style (laughs) it's not my vibe (laughs) if i'm wearing leggings i don't want to call attention to my ass okay i mean i know isn't that what leggings do well I mean, you know, if you're just wearing them to work out, I don't wear leggings out and out and about usually. Mm-hmm. But these leggings are like I haven't once. <laughs> like, do you I... have a pair of leggings? No, no. You don't have a pair of leggings. Ask me that again with a straight face. <laughs> I bet Stephanie has leggings. I don't think she does. Oh, well, they're important to have for I mean, what? Work out. You work out in them. You. Well, we don't work out. Oh, you're just naturally that fantastic we take walks i mean that's not like mm. a workout you right? do yoga or no. pilates you know do a dance class no wait ask me if i take a dance class again <laughs> is this is the whole episode going to be me having to re-ask you things well if you continue to ask me outrageous questions casually then yes i think you like to dance do you think i'm like listen cheryl i can't record on wednesdays because that'll interfere with my tap dance, dance class. actually tap yeah. dance does interest me okay well that's crazy why is that crazy <laughs> Where are you going to tap dance? Anywhere that there's a hard floor. Oh, my God. I love that you go to a party and just get your tap shoes out and start tap dancing. Well, what kind of dance that you think I was going to do like... um, Like a hip-hop, you know, you could do like hip-hop workout moves. Workout class. Like a kick, like a kickball change and a grind it, grind it. Kickball change and a grind it, grind it. Cheryl. (laughs) Kick. I will take you to a class. 
You do hip hop? Mm -hmm. No, I want to do like Fred Astaire workout class. I would like to see that. And will you please go live when you do that? Because Um, I need to see that. Go live? (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. Let's give everyone a break and then we'll be back and I will tap dance for everyone. Okay. Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm -mm -mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. back we're back okay so tig do you want to hear how the women i think they were all women by the way speaking of not knowing if they were all women last night Uh oh after five and a half years of being alive yeah my son finn asked me if i was a boy or girl funniest thing I, I have ever I, I was heard. sitting in his room <laughs> waiting for story time and he was finishing up playing something and then he looked up and they call me mare which is French for mother and uh-huh. um but I guess they don't know that it stands for mother <laughs> that it means mother and he said mare are you a boy or a girl oh and I said well what do you think I am and he said, I think you're a boy. Aww. And I said, uh, no, I'm a girl. And then Stephanie said, what do you think I am? He said, you're a girl. Um, <laughs> and then I thought, well, here's my new joke about my gender reveal party at 50 that's <laughs> solely for my children. I mean, it's not a fully worked out joke yet, but no, just... but it's listen, if you just tell the story, if there's nothing funnier, that's oh my God. kind of. It's were you incredible. shocked or were you just like... I, of course I was shocked. <laughs> I didn't have any clue that he was wondering he was that wondering. for years. <laughs> for years. Oh my God. I just didn't expect the question ever and certainly not in that moment. And I just thought it was the funniest, cutest thing in the world. That is really funny. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's really Mayor, funny. are you a boy or a girl? Oh, <laughs> Fair question. Yeah, fair enough. Okay, do you want to hear how this woman, Courtney, this is how people sold these clothes, right? They were the retailers. Mm -hmm. So if you decided you wanted to sell LuLaRoe clothes, then you would become a retailer. Mm -hmm. And then they would go live. And let's listen to Courtney, this woman, Mm -hmm. Courtney, do her selling. 
Hey, girl, hey. <laughs> All right, I'll give everybody a minute to hop on, and then I'll go, because you can always rewatch it. My name is Courtney <gasps> Harwood. I started with LuLaRoe oh in March Courtney. of 2015. Oh, my gosh. Clearly, she's a fan of Tig and Cheryl True Story, because... Hey, Courtney, hey. Hey, Courtney, hey. She knows. She knows how to reach people. She knows our catchphrase, and she's not hey, scared girl, to hey. use it. That really made me laugh when I was watching it. I saw that. I was like, oh, I got to pause this. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So they go live and then they show you the clothes and they have them numbered. Like, if you like 382, then let me know. And and then somebody buys it. I mean, I was impressed with the whole setup, to be honest. Would you get involved in it? Do you have 6000 Does Dr. Becky Hines have $6,000 to loan <laughs> you to get involved in this? <laughs> the thing is, is I don't know that I have the space to put, I mean, these ladies, they would have to empty out their garage or a bedroom or yeah. something to put all these clothes in. I'm forgetting. When did this movie come out? It just came out 2021, September 2020. Oh, okay. September. Yeah. So this is still This is new. red hot. Yeah. White hot. Because during... The documentary, I looked up to see their website, and they're still... Uh... Popping? Mm-hmm. For now. Okay. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. So... Well, you can say that about anything or anyone. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm happy. I'm thriving. Still, for now. You're still here. Um, so, LuLaRoe started expanding so quickly and by the way if we're covering a documentary about a company that's doing a, a <laughs> pyramid scheme it's fair to say they're Don't still say going for now because okay. you can kind of gather well okay okay so it started growing so fast mm -hmm. these two could not keep up with it i mean it was just they were they had they had 500 retailers very quickly. So they decided. Uh, their tights call, were flying off the shelves. Their People were crazy for the tights. And so they called their family together. Oh, my gosh. I just realized <laughs> why tights mm -hmm. are called tights. Tig, what is wrong with you tonight? Maxi skirts are called maxis and tights are tights because they're tight. I never thought about that. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I didn't. I mean, aren't there things in the world that are called very obvious things that Yeah, tights. Know? For me it was space. <laughs> I I thought about that like one day. Space is so you're like, whoa, that's right on the nose. Oh well, yeah. It space. It's like, wow, there's a lot of space. space. And those are tights. It's just like a really It's on the it's a little it's like a Two dumb person nose. walking around just going, tights, space. <laughs> what should we call it? Yeah. Tights. So they called all their kids together, and these are grown kids yeah. and everything, and they just assigned them all jobs Jobs in this company that turned into, I mean, that was in, that was in 2015, I think, you know, 2014. And then by 2016, LuLaRoe made over $70 million. That is crazy. Yeah. Do you have 70 mil? I sure don't. Do you? Yeah. <laughs> do you have a piece of uh, LuLaRoe? 
That's right. And then they moved to Corona, California. Mm -hmm. They had all of these retailers just dying for this product. And they, they were like trying to keep up as mm-hmm. best they could mm-hmm. with the product. Yep. And at the same time, they just kept signing people up, signing people up, asking growing, them. Growing, growing, growing. They needed to either send in 5,000, 7,000, 10,000 to get started. Um, people were, were, and what they Cheryl? were, hel- they were helpful and telling people how they could come up with the money. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm going to say? What? That at one point, pe- ladies were selling their breast milk. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Did you do that ever? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sold a lot of it. Did you sign the <laughs> the little package? I signed it, Cheryl Hines, from Curb Your Enthusiasm. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard because at the beginning of the story, you know, these women, it goes back to a lot of the documentaries that we see, right, where people love to have a purpose they love to be accepted they love to have you know like-minded people around them mm-hmm. and they threw big parties and and these women were so happy and they felt important and they were making a lot of money yeah yeah a lot i mean Tens not of, all of them no but the ones yeah. that were making a lot were making tens of thousands of dollars Hundreds yes. of thousands of dollars. Well, you could say millions. Millions. Yeah. Well, there's um, different levels. There are different levels, at, at, like a pyramid. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. if you imagine the top, but then the problem is, and what's so sad is, well, first of all, before we even get to the sad part, when I was watching that, I was like, how do they keep selling? Like, if I will. If I was selling leggings, mm-hmm. I, I feel like I would run out of friends that wanted these crazy print leggings in like three days. And then it would be like, oh my God, Cheryl's calling. Please do not <laughs> call me about your leggings party. I don't need the maxi skirt and I don't need any more leggings. Yeah. How do they have, how do they keep selling? Well, people, it's the the different patterns, right? You want all the different colors yes. and patterns. You want an yes. octopus. You want ice cream cones. Yes. You know, I know I would. If, if this <laughs> were my thing, I would be like, girlfriend, I'll have one of everyone. And when they got their um, dream print, because uh-huh. they love these prints, they called it their unicorn. Yeah. That's. Sweet. Isn't that what anyone calls anything that's unusual and limited? A unicorn? Yeah. It's a unicorn. But I don't think I've ever called anything a unicorn. What about unicorns? Yes. By the way, this is weird. When my daughter was little, I wanted to have animals at her party. I mean, looking back, it's you probably You hired not... a unicorn? Well, I called this woman who would, you know, had animals and she said, we also have a unicorn. And I was like, you know what? I bet you don't. <laughs> I said, what are you talking about? She said, I can bring a unicorn. And I was like, can you just talk me through this? What are you talking about? And she's like, I said, so is this a horse that you put a horn on? A horn like, like, <laughs> <laughs> like a pointy horn. 
on the head. It's like a pointy horn. And I was, I don't know, that just got me. And by the way, it was around that time when I was looking at schools for my daughter and I went to this one school and it was like a, well, I think this was like a preschool. And, and they said, we really listen to the children and we hear what they want. And then we, we go in that direction. And last year it was mermaids and they really wanted to see a mermaid. So we went to the beach. We set up little mermaid welcoming center. Mm-hmm. The whole time I'm thinking, what in the fucker balls are they talking about? Well, let me tell you, this is very Hollywood. <laughs> oh, is this like a Hollywood? This is a Hollywood thing. I feel like it is, but go ahead. Well, so, and she said, you know, we we waited all day and the kids were excited to see a mermaid. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. And then what happened? she said the mermaid never came and i'm just sitting in a room full of adults like is anyone else hearing this <laughs> and we had to explain there really is no such thing as a mermaid some people like to talk about it. and i was like D- why did you make these poor kids build a mermaid hut and sit out at the beach all day this is, yeah i mean it, you could have just sanity had a little just bunny hop around the backyard you know between the unicorn and the mermaid i was like yeah this town is nuts <laughs> but but hey i'm all in and i'm staying <laughs> i do love this town do you love la do- oh my gosh i love la do you i really do yeah. what do you love about it um i have met some of the most creative interesting thank you intelligent thank you <laughs> people here and uh-huh. I feel like LA is the place where people have these great imaginations and and they're imagining scripts and TV shows and video games of they imagine what unicorns see. <laughs> unicorns and mermaids yeah and I just I I love it and I love the people do you typically just run into all great people out here I feel like I've had mostly really great experiences with people that's good what about you i feel like you haven't i can hear it just tell the the no i've had both i've had both Mm. for sure and uh i agree there's very creative interesting people out here i mean i met my wife here i met you i met thomas i met gobby yeah but yeah i i didn't move here intentionally so I don't feel, I think, as attached as most people do. Mm. I always feel kind of like I could go anywhere. No, I love the beach and I love the water and I love the mountains and I I love the weather and I, I like that everybody's outside and they're... I mean, I do, I do like it. And, I'm, and I feel like I went through a period where I was like really down on it. And now I feel like yeah. I'm coming around the other side again a bit. But let's take a break. And we will be right back to discuss the documentary. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. 
It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. We're back. So now, people, 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 it's turning into this multi multi-million dollar billion dollar mm-hmm. company and sam the nephew that's yeah. working for them he thinks he spent 30 million dollars at their 2017 convention uh-huh that and that's just a party where they booked carrie paid carrie patey <laughs> carrie Patey. what's your name <laughs> Katy Perry. You know, yeah, Katy Perry. I've often wondered in these types of documentaries how people like that feel when they're included. Oh, my gosh. Cannot be happy about that. Yeah. Or like Kelly Clarkson. Mario Lopez. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Your dear friend Mario who promoted this podcast. I love Mario. And he was very sweet. And he came and, you know, took pictures with people. And by the way... you know, nobody knows what this is that somebody calls and says, hey, well, yeah, here's your money. Come show up yeah. and you do. And then and I'm sure the people are nice right. and it's a lovely time. And it's like, yeah. you don't know. Oh, then it takes a weird turn. OK. Deanne decides to go to Tijuana. <laughs> this is where I was like, what? Right. For the stomach sleeve. Yeah, gastric sleeve. I wasn't familiar with gastric sleeves. I wasn't either. either. Yeah. I didn't know what that... It was weird. Why Tijuana? And, I mean, if you're going to... Listen, no offense to Tijuana. Okay. Hey, Tijuana, hey. But... <laughs> it doesn't feel like, come on down for your medical procedure. Right. Deanne starts a group called Tijuana Skinnies. Where she's now telling some of the retailers if they want in. There's a group going to Tijuana to do the procedure. Do you think they knew the person down there or was getting a cut? Oh, definitely. There was some sort of something happening. Uh Don't you think? Yeah. You don't think everything was on the up and up? (laughs) (laughs) I would trust her with my life. Okay, this was also weird Mm -hmm. because at some point, Deanne and Mark were telling the retailers, these women who were successful, they were saying, what you need to do is get your husband to quit his job because he needs to stop working so hard. Mm -hmm. Wasn't that a weird turn? Yeah. I don't, I'm not that familiar with Mormon folk, but I feel like there's a real big I, I don't know, not necessarily in Christianity where women encourage the men to quit working, but just that like... Like you're serving, yeah, it's serve, all about the man, yeah, you want them yeah. to be comfortable and happy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. While you're like 
bust in your balls, if you will. Yeah, even if you won't. So at some point, the market is saturated. Mm -hmm. There's a stall happening. Mm -hmm. It's stalling out because people are like, how many crazy leggings can a person buy? How many crazy leggings can a person sell? And they were making such shoddy leggings now. Well, yeah, the, the quality declined. The quality declined because they could not make them fast enough. They were outgrowing their factory, and then they would just put them outside in crates. Where they got wet and moldy. Wet and moldy. And then so when they were shipped to people, people were like, hey. These stink. And and then. And they were breaking. They were ripping, and they stank. And Mm -hmm. some of the patterns. (laughs) I mean, I think there was like, I think it was the. Tower of Pizza? I know. Maybe it was something like that. But uh, it was like coming out of the crotch so it looked like a penis. Do you think somebody did that on purpose? I doubt it. I mean, who's got the time for that tomfoolery? I mean. It sounds like these people were just cranking it I out. I could Although see it was you. Funny. If you worked in. <laughs> I could see. If you worked in that factory. Whoops. Well, hold on. What happened? My gavel fell. <laughs> Is that how you solve disputes between your boys? Oh my god, it really is a gavel. I have a gavel on my um <laughs> my desk, desk and I hold it whenever I'm <laughs> doing podcasts. Um <laughs> anyway, drop the gavel. Okay, drop the gavel. But yeah, I could see you working in that factory and I'm just being like and having time yeah. to make Right. And then there was like a like a, you know, of precisely placed flower that looked like a vagina also in the vagina area a a lipstick kiss in the crotch as (laughs) well there were some funny now that you mention it there's somebody there was like yeah "Yeah, wouldn't you do that yeah you would i would yeah i know you would friggin leggings yeah okay so what happens is Mm -hmm. now it's starting to look to people like this is a pyramid scheme Women are getting angry. They're starting to communicate with each other and saying, I can't even sell this. And so now the women are sort of empowering each other because they're sharing their story. And now Lulu Well, because the company had said that they would take the merchandise back. Well, only when they thought they were about to get sued. Mm -hmm. So then they said, yes. We'll take it all back if you're not satisfied. But they originally said that, and then they said they wouldn't, right? I think they only said that after they thought oh, that they oh, were okay. going to get Okay, yeah. There's sued. no way for me to know. No. <laughs> so at some point, yeah, they send out this this message, and they, they had to give $100 million in refunds. That's a that's lot. A lot of, that's, that's a, a lot, lot of terribly made... <laughs> leggings <laughs> tight a hundred million dollars i mean how many leggings can you crunch those numbers <laughs> thomas can you crunch those numbers for us so in 2018 lula faced over 20 lawsuits mm-hmm. and at some point washington state files a civil lawsuit for being a pyramid scheme mm-hmm. and then all these women come together and they're like, we would like to do a class action. They were like, oh, uh, uh-uh. Oh, uh-uh. Oh, uh-uh. Nay, girl, nay. Nay, girl, nay. 
Which was that? I thought that was an exciting part of the film where you're mm-hmm. like, yes, ladies. Girl power. Girl. <laughs> the ladies rise up. And the attorney was this woman. From Jersey. A Jersey woman, which I also enjoyed. Yeah, I liked her. And during the lawsuits, while that was all going on, Lula Rowe, who owed so many people, they still spent millions of dollars on one of their conventions. And this was kind of sad because they hired Kelly Clarkson. Mm-hmm. And the one guy, did you love that one guy? What was his name? Oh, yeah. That said he was never going to listen. He can't enjoy the Jason Aldean and uh, Kelly Clarkson song. Yeah. Ever again. And he can't listen to the director or whatever editor, whoever decided to always stay on him a few beats (laughs) too long. (laughs) And even when he sits down at the beginning, there's like a creak in the chair. I don't know, but I love that they just kept it in. Yeah. They they really would stay with him. (laughs) The most awkward, sweet. He was so sweet. Yeah. And I feel sorry that he can't listen to Kelly Clarkson. It wasn't Kelly Clarkson's fault. No, nor was it even Jason Aldean's fault. It's really no. not Jason Aldean's fault. <laughs> Jason Aldean I mean, he's really like an had innocent bystander here. So he needs to lighten up and loosen up a little. Mm-hmm. So in February 2021, Lula Rowe settled the Washington State case for $4.7 million, which I thought was stupid. That's nothing for them. Right. Part of the settlement requires LuLaRoe to update their refund policy. Oh, because their refund policy, what happened was after they said, okay, we'll refund you, they were not expecting everybody to send back all of that shit. (laughs) And they started, you know, losing money. So then they said, okay, it's over. It's over. Yeah, yeah. It's over. Enough. Even though when they announced it, they said there's no expiration date. Yep. Anytime you're unhappy. And then they go, no, it's forget it. We never said it. And so now they're just in the middle of lawsuits up to their tights. Up to their tights. And a lot of women, um, a lot of, lot of women, you know, they left and they lost a lot of money. A lot of women had to file for bankruptcy, sell their house. I mean, it's just, but you know, Mm -hmm. that story that we're that we see yeah but let me ask you this Mm -hmm. this is my question Mm -hmm. about this do you think she started out with good intentions i think so i feel like it seems like it yeah it seems like they started out with good intentions and it got too big and they they were greedy and i feel like When we were talking about Los Angeles before, and as many great people as I've met, the bad ones that I've met, and it's hard to know until people get certain power and money Mm -hmm. to see how they're going to respond to that. Mm -hmm. Because you can think somebody's really great and fun and funny and generous and all of those things. And then when power and money get into the wrong hands, mm-hmm. it's a crazy thing that it wakes up something in their soul, in their being of who they really are, and they turn. Yeah. And I've seen it happen. I remember somebody saying to me once that success makes you more of 
who you are or something like that. So if you're if you're at the core a bad person mm-hmm. and you become more successful, that really comes out strong. Mm-hmm. Or if you're at the core a good person, then that also comes out. But it's an interesting thought, you know. It is. And I feel like there is no, and I know we joke about, there's no way to know, but there's truly there's no, no way to know yeah. until somebody gets power uh-huh. and money. Uh-huh. And then you see it. And then you see it. I then know because you, what the, you would think that these two are just, you know, sweet Mormon couple that's just figured out how to make some money. Mm-hmm. Ooh, it was a tough one. But you can also see that they have made a decision to believe their story of why it's okay what they're doing. When they're talking it through, they feel very confident and comfortable in themselves and in what they're saying because... They believe it. That's the thing about this story. If it were only that that they made clothes... And then they sold it to people. And then those people sold clothes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a different story. Yeah. But that's not what happened. They did that. And then they would tell those people, you have to get however many, 20 more people below you. And the more people you bring in will give you some money for every person that comes in and however much they're making. So it turned into, wasn't about the clothes. It was about getting more people underneath you so you could move up in the pyramid. And that's... And P.S. You need to lose weight. Yeah, that was also... <laughs> I, mean, how did, I still don't know how the Tijuana... skinnies came into this but it was like okay i guess that's part of the story i don't know i don't know so anyway i guess it's still it's still things are still being um you know settled in court right Mm -hmm. oh and they still this company is still around and people are still yeah signing up and selling so so i guess if you want to maxi skirt or some crazy leggings with a bee coming out of your vagina you can get some <laughs> i mean some of them were cute let's be honest which ones <laughs> which ones did you have your eye on the blue ones with the flowers it was interesting because it definitely it felt very americana to me uh-huh. like if you were watching this and you were in paris and you were watching these <laughs> women running around oh my god if the- you watch 90 percent of what's going on over oh, here yeah. as a french person you would be like what the excuse me let me let me throw up <laughs> oh wait that's italian Oh, no. But, uh, a meatball. Excuse me. Uh, excuse no. me. Uh, excuse you me. have a bumblebee in your no, uh, private um, PP. That was dead on. Thank you, Tig. Tig, Merci. are you ready? Are you ready for some happily ever after thoughts? Yes. Okay. Did you cry? How unstable would I have to be? <laughs> I mean, okay. obviously, there's sad moments and yes. you, you feel for people that... Well, when I heard that guy say he could never listen to Kelly Clarkson again, I was like, wow. You cried? That's a tearful moment. <laughs> I didn't cry. Okay. I I think we're going to be attracted to the same person. 
Oh, who? Well, you want to say it together? So the question is, who were you attracted to? You're not going to know this person's name, and I'm going to know the name. Okay. Okay, on the count of three, (laughs) I can see it in your eyes that you don't have one thought in your head. How dare you? On the count of three, we'll say it at the same time. One, two, three. Mark. Ileana. Mark, the guy, the man? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Who's Ileana? <laughs> the cute designer girl, woman. Oh, the, oh, oh, that yeah. had the plaid pants on. Yeah. I forgot. I can't so believe I went cute. with Mark when she's out there <laughs> yeah, for the taking. And by take-in. the way, you're stuck with Mark. I can't believe you went with Mark. Here's the thing is if I'm going to be sucked into a pyramid scheme. Yeah, you want to be at the top? <laughs> No, I just felt oh. like he had a very like kind, soothing seeming way mm. about him. Okay. Um, That's shocking. Okay. I have to tell you, that is shocking because their kids were much more how about the one that threw the party, although the one that the son that was crying because his parents no. were so generous? Oh no, no, that guy no. You had the hots for him? <laughs> I already said Ileana, and I'm sticking with that. Well, you did you write her name down? Were you? I like, did because you, I wanted to make <laughs> sure I knew it. I didn't want you to take her. When I'm watching the documentaries, I never think, "Who am I attracted to?" Oh, that's all I think about. I know it's clear because you come <laughs> to every episode with the name written down, well, and then I'm on the spot yelling, "Mark." I know. I knew you didn't. When listen. there's an Ileana out there. I knew you didn't have it. I knew you didn't have it. I could tell <laughs> by the, your eyes. You were like dead-eyed. Oh, Nothing. What's new? Okay. By the way, next week we'll be watching Finders Keepers, which you can watch on Tubi for free. That's nice. Tig, before we go, would you like to hear some fan mail? Always, Cheryl. Some true fan mail. Okay. Oh, this is a five-star review from S-N-K-R-B-O-I. Snurkable? <laughs> Say it again. Snurkable? <laughs> Say it. Snurkable? <laughs> Could that be a word? Snurkable. It might be Snurk Boy. It might be Snurk Boy. Snurkmole. Hey, Snurkmole. Hey. <laughs> Come on, Cheryl. Hey, 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 hey Snurkmole. Hey. Listen, by the way, I'm sorry if that's your name and, and I'm mispronouncing it. Or even if you're pronouncing it correctly, you should apologize. <laughs> You're crying laughing. Oh, gosh. I think if this person has made up their name, I encourage other people to to make up funny names. Names with very few um, vowels. Vowels. <laughs> um, snorkable. <laughs> okay. This is entitled Dribble. <laughs> Hands down, some of the best dribble out there. I find myself cracking up along with Tig and Cheryl regularly. Give the pod a listen. Oh, thank you, Snorkel. Oh, Snorkel. <laughs> okay. If you want to hear Cheryl laugh this hard, make up a funnier name than Snorkel. 
Oh, I am very immature. Okay. We have a review from Thundering Cloud. Oh. Hey, Thundering Cloud. Oh, hey, Thundering Cloud. Hey. 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 This show is a total snack. The only thing I can compare it to is chatting with my sister. Match made in podcast comedic heaven. Honestly, topic is secondary. (laughs) They could (laughs) talk about anything. (laughs) <laughs> they could talk about anything and I'd listen. Oh, in the opening, it makes me giggle audibly every time. Update. My sister and I were invited to a last minute Halloween party. Cheryl and Tig costume was a big hit. Um, send a picture. Please. Oh, we need Thunder to Cloud. That. Thundering Cloud. Thundering Clown. Cloud. <laughs> <laughs> Thundering Clown. Also snorkable. Um, send a picture of yourself. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay. Lastly, Adam P writes, Hey, Adam oh, P. Hey, Adam P. Gosh, I thought we were actually no. going to get it. I first discovered your podcast on a road trip this summer. What I expected to be a long trip went by in a flash thanks to your hilarious banter. Speed forward to last weekend, and I spent hours listening to your podcast while I scrubbed the grout on my kitchen floors. Once again, the time flew by since you had me in stitches. I thought my knees were sore from all the time I spent scrubbing the floors. Later, I realized the skin on my knees was being burned by the grout cleaner. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. All that to say, you had me cracking up to the point that I didn't fully realize that acid was eating away at my knees. Oh, my gosh. You often make mention of the housekeeping practices of your listeners, so I thought I'd share my weird story with you. Perhaps your podcast should come with a warning, may cause fits of laughter, shiny floors, and chemical burns. Oh, no. (laughs) Thanks for the laughs. Oh, Adam P. Adam P. But wait a second. Was Adam P. doing this with in shorts? I don't know Adam P. I can only go on what Adam P. wrote. I mean, if you're doing your floors, you need to wear knee pads, no? I don't do my floors. (laughs) Do you do your floors? No, but if I did, I'd I think wear I'd pants. wear knee pads and knee pads, pants and knee pads. But well, Adam it P, seems like the acid would just eat through knee pads too, right? I mean, that would have to be strong acid. Remember that episode we did about the podcast where the person um, started a company, knee pads for babies. <laughs> <laughs> That feels like an idea from somebody who does not have a baby. You know, like if you have a baby, you wouldn't think I just need to throw a pair of knee pads. You know, (laughs) that's what this baby needs is knee pads. This baby needs some knee pads. Oh, boy. Well, thanks, you guys, for your reviews and your letters. Especially Snarkle. Snurkle. Snurkle. It might be snurkle. It's maybe it's snurkle boy. I don't know. But it's not as funny. It ends in B O I. So maybe it's, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Uh, We're sticking with (laughs) snurkle. Oh, do you want to? We don't have time to plug things. This was a long one. Tig, we know what you're up to. I have a national tour. Go to my website, tignotaro.com, and get your tickets now. Some cities, I know there's a couple that have sold out, Mm. and others are on the way. 
and it's for the tour January through March. It's called Hello Again, and you have to see it live to see why it's called Hello Again. And you can watch Curb Your Enthusiasm. Hello? Hello. Is this thing on? Uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm on HBO and HBO Max on Sundays at 10.30. All right. Also. Oh, boy. Star Trek Discovery Season 4 premieres November 18th. Mm. Commander Jet Reno is back. All right. Cheryl. Tig. Should we do it again? Yeah. Let's do it again. Do you think that's a person's name or is that just like his email address? I thought it was Sneaker Boy. That was my guess. (laughs) That makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) Snorkel. But at least we got Snorkel out of it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. He's not even going to know who we're talking Cheryl, True Story is hosted by me, Cheryl Hines, and Tig Notaro. It's produced by Gabby Kovacic and Thomas Willette. Audio engineered and edited by Thomas Willette with music by David Susson. Special thanks to Patrick McDonald and Stephanie Allen. Follow us on social media for updates and review and rate True Story on Apple Podcasts. We really appreciate it. You can email us at Tig and Cheryl True Story at gmail.com. That was a HeadGum Podcast.